my, my job is to somehow make them curious enough or persuade them by hook or crook to get more aware of themselves and where they came from and what they are into and what is already there and just to bring it out. This is what compels me to compel them. And I will do it by whatever means necessary. Welcome to the Black Girls Heal podcast, where we talk about healing our intimacy disorders, unresolved trauma, and building a healthy relationship with first ourselves and then others. Every episode, we will talk about advice you can apply today to break unhealthy patterns and grow in your self-worth. I'm Sheena Lachey, love addiction coach and trauma specialist. Let's begin. Welcome back to the Black Girls Heal podcast, where we help break cycles of unhealthy relationships and feeling not enough. And we do that via inner healing. Every episode, we're going to dig into a topic that's going to help you change your life from the inside out or from the outside in, depending on wherever you want to start. But wherever it is, transformation is the goal. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. Before we get started, let's take a small break to say thank you to this week's sponsors. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. Before we get started, let's take a small break to say thank you to this week's sponsors. And so this week, we are going to be talking about three things that get in the way of inner healing. And so I decided... um, you know, there's multiple different ways that I share information with the Black Girls Hill community. We have the weekly newsletter. Um, there's the Instagram account. I have the Facebook group that I use for folks who want to continue the conversation. And then, of course, the podcast. And at first, there were like different topics at different places. But I was thinking that it would be really great if we could have one theme per week that we just do deep dives in. And so this is that first week. And so this week is all about inner healing, the things that get in the way, what are signs of inner healing. And of course, this is a huge topic, but we're going to start it off this week. And so on Instagram, we were talking about the signs of inner healing. So like the positive things that you um, will see and that will manifest in your life. And so you can go ahead and hop over there. That name is at Black Girls Heal underscore. Um, There is an IG live Q&A every Friday. So um, if you have questions about that and sharing your experience, you can do that. But today in this podcast, we're going to talk about three things that get in the way of inner healing. But actually, let me go ahead and give you a little tip um, to help you be on your way to getting this inner healing. You know, inner healing is really important because we carry around so much baggage and so much stuff without even knowing it or even thinking that it is a big deal, especially when we think about um, generational pain. And so there's literal science that talks about how the traumas from our past can be passed down through the generations, not actually can be, that they are passed down. So actually in our DNA. And so affecting us being more predisposed to anxiety or different mindsets that we have. And so it's really important to be aware of that, that sometimes the ways that we have learned how to live our lives, either and via family or via cultural norms or via expectations that we 
have put on ourselves or others have put on us as we've grown up, it does not mean that it is the hard and fast truth and it doesn't mean that it is healthy for you. And so inner healing is all about coming back to a place where you are in touch with you, with what you need, with what your values are. And from there, you actually start to feel not only safe, but truly happy. I mean, how many of us are carrying around, um, even though we might externally have these really great lives, you know, we have friends, we have careers, we have um, opportunity to travel, we have all these great things, you know, of course, life isn't perfect, but we have more blessings than we can probably count. But we still carry around this inner ache. We still carry around um, the secret fear that maybe we're not good enough or um, waiting for that day for everything to click into place because today where we are right now, we don't know how to access it, right? And we're doing all these things that we think are really positive to get there that are really positive to get there, but we're kind of missing the mark. Or maybe our lives really aren't that good right now. And you're thinking, man, I wish I could say that I had friends and um, disposable money and access to travel and do all those things. And life is just really, really hard. You know, inner healing has a way where in spite of all of the chaos and the pain and the real problems and stress that we're going through, it helps give us a different kind of resilience and not a resilience in that, you know, I think especially as black people, you know, it's kind of this like this idea that we've known struggle, we're familiar with it, we can survive through it. And but that even invites kind of like, I just have to brace myself for it. And there's not as much hope there. And when you get to a place where you can reconcile the reality of the things that are going on, and also your own inner truth, your inner value, your inner power, hope has a way to get inside as well. And that's what helps you become a victor versus just a survivor, just someone who got to the other side, someone who is thriving on the other side as well. And so that is the goal for no matter where we are in our lives, for us to feel a real legitimate um, sense of power and hope for change. And, you know, as I'm talking, I'm thinking about my language and I think about how in the church, there's a lot of language like the one, like the language I'm using right now. Right. And at the same time, at the very same time, there are a lot of people who feel hopeless and broken and who are strong Christians. And of course, this isn't to say that every person who listens to this podcast is a Christian. I just know that that is a majority. And so I want to say to you that if you are praying and reading your scripture and asking God for breakthroughs and just believing by faith that something is going to happen and be broken for you, that is awesome. And I'm so happy you're listening to this podcast and hopefully you move forward and helping to kind of dig more into your journey because the truth is sometimes there is a root underneath that we specifically need to get to, to identify and to heal. And until we do that, no matter what else we do on top of it can feel like it's for nothing. And there are too many people in the church And I know that because I used to be one of them who just with shame 
who shame ourselves for saying, may my faith not strong enough, it's my fault that I feel sad or depressed. And that is not the case. Only thing is that there are certain solutions and some ways of healing that you haven't been introduced to yet. And that's what this podcast, that's what the Black Girls Heal platform is all about to help bridge the gap between all the things that we currently do and the things that we can do to enhance our lives. And so um, for us to be truly content and have what we want, it starts with us. Um, It doesn't start with the relationships that we're in. It doesn't start with some external things that we think constitute showing that like we're, we're good enough. Inner healing at the end of the day is something that we can break down and make actionable and actually make real into our lives. One of my pet peeves always has been and always will be when people talk in generalities. Um, if you've ever taken the Myers-Briggs, one of the one of the personality types that you can have or one of the dimensions is between being, I believe, a perceiver and a judger. Um, and a judger doesn't mean you're judgmental. It means that you're someone who's like, okay, like, let's, let's get to a point. Let's find a solution. Like, what do we do with this? I'm not really into, let's just sit and dream for no reason. Like if there's a problem, let's solve it. And so whenever I'm presented with an idea or concept that sounds too airy or too floaty, it's very frustrating, especially if it's a concept that you want, you know, to fit, to no longer have an inner ache, to feel healed on the inside, to feel truly happy and content. That sounds wonderful. And I want to know steps on how to do that. What does that mean? Break it down for me, right? Make it plain. Um, Deep breathing and all that is wonderful. I'm a therapist, so I really do suggest it. And there are some things that we need to unlearn and invite into our lives to get there. Part of the things that we teach help you get there. So let me tell you one of the tools that you can use to help you just reset your mind whenever you are feeling low. This is a tool that you can use in the moment whenever you are feeling um, frustrated and it is the tool of gratitude. So gratitude in itself should be a part of just your daily life practice. Um, It is really, really important that you have a routine that you do every single day Um, because again, Everything in your world starts with you. Any chaos, any stress, any um, problems that you have will only be escalated and intensified if you do not know and if you do not prioritize being with yourself first and getting yourself to a place of calm. It looks differently for everybody, but um, just for you to know that you are a priority. or you need to be a priority every day. And one of the things that you can do to help you have that sense of um, inner calm is the practice of gratitude. And so, you know, people always talk about, write down the things that you're grateful for every day, which is wonderful. And I think it's definitely something that you can do as part of your, part of your daily routine. But I'm talking about gratitude as a mindset changer and that whenever you are feeling stressed and upset, one thing that you can do is the A to Z rule. So you can get a sheet of paper and um, number it from the letters A to Z. And I said number instead of letter because we don't say letter. So number it using letters, (laughs) starting from A to Z. 
And for every single thing, this is why you're upset. This is why you're frustrated. This is why you're overwhelmed. Write down something that you're grateful for, for every letter. It doesn't have to start with that letter. I mean, if you want to be fancy, you can be, but I'm thinking if you're already at an eight or nine on the stress level, you don't really have the brain capacity for it in the first place. But for everything, I want you to write down something that you're grateful for. And what you're going to find is when you first start, you're going to be pissed off and you're going to think that is stupid and you're going to think that this doesn't work and what's the point of this? You might even feel a little bit of resentment, but somewhere around G-H-I, you start to settle and your perspective starts to change. You start to feel um, that this thing that maybe feels so big is not all encompassing. And even if it is something that's big, you have 20... We hope you're enjoying the podcast so far. Let's take a quick break to say thanks to this week's sponsors. As our country continues to grow and make new meaning of the intersection between current and historical events, it is so important to stay connected to the voices and the leaders who are influencing what progress, connection, equality, and truth mean to us as Black people. The next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today told from a unique Black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection from some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center Black voices. It's NPR Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR, wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, we hope you're enjoying the podcast so far. Let's take a quick break to say thanks to this week's sponsors. Six other things in your life that are currently blessing you and that are adding to your life. And so it feels more surmountable, okay? Hey, we hope you're enjoying the podcast so far. Let's take a quick break to say thanks to this week's sponsors. Ladies, I am so excited to share that for this podcast episode, I've partnered with eHarmony, the dating app that helps people find real genuine connection. And for me, this app has absolutely held true to their promise, connecting me to a truly incredible relationship and partnership with someone who truly gets me. Dating apps can be so hard when it comes to filtering through persons who you may not have anything in common with or who may not be super serious about the process and committed. With eHarmony's one-of-a-kind compatibility quiz, you get a baseline standard in every match of your compatibility around values, communication styles, likes and dislikes, energy levels, and so much more. My experience with eHarmony has always been superb with not only the quality of men I was matched with, but also with our compatibility when dating, eliminating the stress of feeling as if I was wasting my time. 
So join the dating app that helps users find their most authentic relationships. eHarmony, get who gets you and start free today. So that A to Z tool is one way that you can have inner healing or um, get to a place at least of inner calm whenever you are um, super frustrated, sad, lonely, stressed, whatever the emotion is. So if you try that out, I want you to let me know, tag me on, on Instagram. And um, I would just love to see how this is working or for some of you, if it's not working, um, working out. So without further ado, let's talk about the three things that get in the way of our inner healing. So one way that I see this is whenever I um, encounter someone who has a mindset where they might believe that just life is full of pain and the best that we can hope for is that we just learn how to deal with it, right? So we just learn how to live with a pain that is inevitable and that I will have every day of my life. And while on one hand, learning to get to a place of acceptance is actually pretty mature, you know, when you learn how to balance the things that you can control and the things that you can't. However, on the other hand, part of what that mindset also teaches you is that you can just expect to only have bad things happen. And so if and when they happen, don't even fight it. Don't even look for alternative um, mindsets or other sources of support because you are supposed to be in pain. That's just what life has for you. That's what life has for everybody. And that is not the case. So when we talk about how our past can really influence how we see the world. This is an excellent example. When little kids, when you entered the world as a baby, as a young child, you were not expecting to always be in pain and to cry all the time and to be alone. That's something that you learned based on your life experiences, right? And if you subscribe to this mindset, you're probably listening and you're like, yeah, absolutely. I've been through some stuff. So no one can tell me that life is not full of pain. And um, that's not to dis- to negate and discard the things that you've gone through. What I'm saying is sometimes our perspectives, even though they have a history behind it, can be so limited because of that history, right? So if I've only been around people who um, weren't really supportive of me or who were just destructive to me, the idea that there could possibly be people who are kind or loving or open is a foreign concept and kind of a fairy tale, right? But however, there are thousands and thousands and thousands of people who have such relationships, who have healthy, compassionate, open relationships, right? And so it's not that it's not possible. It's that we have to get you to a place to where you can be around those people And we can get you to a place where you're also open to it because you can also be at a place if you're so limited in what your inner healing could bring you and what life could bring you, you can be around healthy, compassionate, open people and be like, I don't trust it. Right. And not, and I don't trust in a way to where it passes suspicion. And now you're starting to push people away. And also the truth is when you haven't been loved in the way that you deserve to be loved, being loved is very uncomfortable. It's very scary. It feels like you're not worthy of it. So the way that you don't get in the way of your inner healing in this is to make sure that when you're thinking about what you want, that you don't settle, that you 
say if I just had a magic wand and I can make it anything, what would I want it to be? The second thing that gets in the way of our inner healing is um, related a little bit to what I was just saying before. When we have people around us who bring us down and whom we have to carry. So there is nothing more frustrated, frustrating and overwhelming than when you are trying to make movement in your life and you have other people who are like pointing out, well, this is why it's not going to work out. Or they kind of um, say in kind of like a demeaning way, oh, girl, that's good. And kind of move on with the subject as if like what you're saying is not going to last or they're not that interested in it or they're not that encouraging. You can feel really deflated, right? And it can make you question, well, is this really good stuff that's happening for me? Or is this really okay for me to trust the process? Or maybe this isn't really that important and I need to go back to the things that me and these people used to do together because at least I still have them. Like it is very scary to have to break away from other people sometimes, especially when you feel like you don't have the support on the on the other side as well, you know? And so one way we can get in our own way with inner healing is thinking that we have to convert and convince the people around us that the things that we are learning and the things that we want are possible and worthwhile to bring, right? And so, you know, for some of us, this is easier than others. You know, some people are, some of us are cut off queens, right? Like all I need is you to just do one thing and I got you. Like (laughs) we don't need to do this anymore. And some of us are cut off queens. And when we love hard, we love hard, right? And so we are very loyal. And so it can be hard to imagine putting or allowing distance to come between those that we love, especially when we want to see the best happen for them. But the only person and the only thing that you can change in the world is you. For you to get better emotionally, physically, for your relationships to change, including romantic relationships. You cannot change the person that you're with. You cannot. The only person you can change is yourself and your own mindsets. And, um, And with that being the goal, then you're able to move forward. And unfortunately, for you to get better, some people have to get left behind. And some people might need to get left behind for a season. And some people might need to get left behind indefinitely. And left behind can mean different things. But just so you know, you are in control of only you. The third thing that gets in the way of inner healing is um, doing external work to hopefully try to get to inner work. And so I've talked in other places about this before, like on previous, um, back on my old podcast, and then also in some other places as well. But um, when we think about self-care and the trend of self-care, you know, of course, we hear things like bubble baths and manicures and stuff, but we have a lot of people who talk a lot about, you know, being in touch with your body and yoga and stuff like that, that helps you get to kind of that inner calm that I've been mentioning before, um, this place of kind of surrender. And I think that yoga is wonderful and healing. And a lot of these breathwork techniques are as well. And what I have seen is there's also so much value and you learning 
what is the root of the inner ache in the first place so that you can let it go. So if I'm dealing with anxiety and stress and um, whenever I go to yoga or um, any kind of like external routine or ritual that you have that helps you feel better, you know, soul cycle, running um, and marathons, those kind of things. Those things literally will get stress out of your body and are really helpful. And I cannot tell you how many people that I've come across who are healthy athletes and who have a regular, um, you know, body kinesthetic practice, um, who go and do get their nails done and their hair done and all that all the time and still struggle with this feeling of worthlessness on the inside and they don't really know where it comes from. So in these, so they feel really good when they're doing the exercises, but sometimes when it's just them all alone, they feel something, they feel that pang. And so what we, what I really purport here in Black Girls Heal is that you do holistic work, that you don't choose one over the other, that you do both the internal work and the external work. And so getting to the root of where did this come from? Where did this start me not feeling important, not feeling good enough, and then healing that is the best thing to do. So I have a free masterclass coming up called Learn to Thrive, Six Steps of Inner Healing to Help You Break Unhealthy Relationships and Feeling Not Enough. And like I said, there's multiple times for you to sign up for it completely free. And I'm going to talk to you about the six tools that I walk people through and I help them with to get to this other side. So I would love for you to join. You can go to blackgirlsheal.org slash masterclass. That link will also be in the bio and let's pick a time that works for you. Those who come live will be, everyone gets a special bonus and surprise. And so I hope that I get to see you there and chat with you. And of course, there will be a Q&A at the end. But again, I really hope that in this year, um, wherever you're listening to this, whether it is here in February when I'm recording it, whether it's August, whether it's two years from now, that you start the process of working through your inner healing because it's going to add dividends to your life and also to the lives of those around you as well. Okay, so that is it for today. I look forward to chatting with you next time and I'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. Before we get started, let's take a small break to say thank you to this week's sponsors. 